kid tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. And this is our true crime podcast where we talk about murder. We talk about murderers on this show. We do? Yeah, it's a murder show. I think I'm on the wrong program. No, we're going to talk about a murder today. We we are? Yes, because it's a murder show. It is? April Fool. Oh, I was like, wait, I think I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like, nobody got murdered in Good Burger. Yeah, uh, well. You didn't catch that really weird subplot just going on in the background in like the newspapers? There's just this murder going on? Yeah, I, I was like, who? I didn't know what was going on. Hey, if you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. Yes, and what was our theme this week? I forgot. Food, food for thought. Yes, food. Ooh, that's so good. And yes. And it was given I, to us by Steven. I don't really. I'm not really happy with Steven right now. Why? Because I had to watch Good Burger. Go for it. Oh, are we just jumping right into it? I mean... <laughs> 1997. Literally, nothing you have said so far has been bad, and you just said the year. Okay, it's 1997. It's. Mm. I always get their names mixed up. Okay. Ke- it's Keenan and Kel. Yes. I mess up their last names. So it's Keenan Thompson mm-hmm. and Kel Mitchell. Okay. So back in the 90s, they did all that. Mm-hmm. And they were, I want to say, kind of the, it, they were part of that big ensemble that was huge for the 90s. It was kind of like a, is it fair to say it's it was like a kid Saturday Night Live without all, the music? All that. No, it had music. Okay, so... All that was a kid's SNL, 100%. It was a kid's sketch show that... I don't know if the earlier episodes had it, but they eventually included a host. They had musical guests. I do remember the musical... You guys yeah. used to love that show. It was the best show. It, and you were seven at the time. Yeah, but it, it was funny. It was not... I mean, it wasn't stupid. Sure, some of it was kind of dumb. It was kid humor, which was good. But it wasn't like, gross out kid no. humor. Like... There was the one where, uh, I mean, there were some that were just like, there was a skit called like Vital Information for Your Everyday Life. Oh, yes. With like Lori Beth Dimberg. And like, it would be like. And she's in Good Burger? Yeah, of course she is. But her whole shtick would be like, she'd be like, if you think using a lawnmower to mow your lawn is good, you're right. If you think using a lawnmower to crush up fruit for your salsa hat. You're wrong. Like, right. it was just like weird, like, ha, 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 If you're a little kid. Yeah. Uh, and then, what's his name? Keenan Thompson had the guy who would teach you French in the bathtub. <laughs> oh, like yeah. Dumb sentences it wasn't in French. he wearing like, like the yellow hat and the yellow raincoat yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, he was wearing like a rain slicker. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. And now Keenan Thompson, mm-hmm. I get their names next up, but Keenan is currently on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Kel, the last time I saw Kel was a year or so ago. He was doing a um, a Nickelodeon kid show. Yeah, Kel just kind of does. Kel does a little bit small. I think he does a lot of behind the camera stuff. Okay. Uh, but he, I know he tours. Uh, like a lot of them, a lot of these guys who grew up on this Nickelodeon in this '90s era kind of do these tours or whatever. He probably has a podcast. Oh, I'll have to check. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, they uh, Nickelodeon just announced all that is getting a reboot. Okay, I would love to see that. I really would. Ugh, I don't know. I'm worried. Keenan Thompson and Cal Mitchell are being executive producers. Oh, well, then I think, I don't know, because, like I said, I can't think of what the show was recently that Cal was in, but it's horrible. It was some game show. Game. Cha- game chasers. Game chain, something like that. Yeah. I have to tell you, I thought it was so bad and so dumb that I wouldn't let the kids I was babysitting watch it anymore because i wasn't gonna sit there and waste my 30 minutes uh you compared all that to snl for kids i did do you remember the skit where it was chef randy i do and it was what's his name it was keenan thompson uh-huh. and he was chef randy and sometimes there was chef mandy but then mandy went away so he had to get a new chef and there was chef mandy or there was another chef that right? he had to get sometimes that was like a guest chef or whatever do you remember who was a guest guest chef once i don't so he goes, we've got a, a special guest all the way from Chicago, Chef Farley. And Chris Farley oh, comes that's out. that's right. And he does his whole, hey, I love ketchup. And he, I mean, it's 100%. They gave Chris Farley a big 
mess and said, make this big mess. And just have fun with it. <laughs> so, and you could see Keenan Thompson is having a blast. Because right. he has no idea what to do. Because they they put a giant cake in front of Chris Farley. And they're just like, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> and there he just go. smashes it. I mean, face first into the whole thing. And he's flailing and he's yelling. And it's perfect. Right. And there's this whole like weird recurring character of Ketchup Boy who's like Chef Farley's little assistant who's just Ketchup Boy. And uh, Keenan Thompson's like, you have a Ketchup Boy? And Chef Farley just goes, doesn't everybody? But it happens like three or four times. And it's all that really is one of those shows that I'm kind of bummed you can't find anywhere. Really? You can't just Google it or... I'm sure that maybe some... It's, it's like season three of Pete and Pete where it's one of those things that like... It might have some licensing issues with the music and blah, 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 and blah. Oh. Like, and so it's difficult to find. Because um, they don't show it at the Nick at Night or whatever. They show certain episodes. Got it. Like from certain eras, like the Danny Tamborelli, Amanda Bynes era. Oh, which, which was, was later. later. Uh, Nick Cannon also was kind of in that era. Ugh, right. Nick Cannon was actually really good on all that. Okay. Do you remember the Nick Cannon show? I don't. He would travel around the country and just do weird things. It was kind of fun. It was like a, it was like a, uh, like a practical jokers. For... No, it was like they wanted Tom Green, Got but it. you can't show kids Tom Green, right? So, so they they'll show him. Nick Cannon. It's like a fun, like now he's the mayor. Okay, yeah, no. Um. Anyway, back to this movie. Okay. So, and it also stars, um, Sinbad. Yes, who's that? He was an actor. He was he was really popular in the nineties. He was he's also a comedian. I saw him in the airport when I was a when I was a te- no, I think I was a mom and had little people. And he walked by me in the Minneapolis airport. How come I wasn't how come I didn't get to meet somebody? Because you were I don't know, little or something. I was that little person, hopefully. <laughs> yes, no, but I'm saying I don't know. Or maybe I don't know. But I saw him in the airport. And um Do you have an honorage? Yes. Like this, but it was kind of like this. Hey, there's Sinbad, and why am I sitting here all by myself and can't tell anyone? What? I was sitting there, and like there, I don't. We were traveling, but I don't know why I was sitting there by myself or with you guys. But was it, he like surrounded by like security guards? Oh, this was a long time ago, but yeah, he had people because he was like important. At the yeah, time. I'm sure. So that he did he... a different world too, which was Lisa Benet's spinoff from a Cosby Show, which she was only on it for a couple seasons, and then it really kicked off without her. So he was on it. And then Abe Vigoda, who was, um, I think, Barney Miller in the 70s, he was on. And Abe Vigoda's in everything. Passed away? Yeah, recently. Okay. If, but Abe Vigoda used to make jokes like, there was like, I think it was Conan. I'd love to be wrong, but I think it was Conan had like, is Abe Vigoda dead yet? And Abe Vigoda would just pop up and be like, nope. Still here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it also has that girl. So she's from Freaks and Geeks. Linda Cardinelli? She, yes. She plays the psychopath. What? She plays this. Oh, really, mister? I don't need to watch it again because I've already, I know the whole thing. I forgot thing. Linda Cardinelli was in this. She plays the psychopath. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I can talk about that. So anyway, so just so we don't mess everything up. Okay. I'm not going to call them by their character. Well, so Kel is Ed mm-hmm. and Keenan is I don't know. Chester Keenan. Keenan. <laughs> so basically, Ed and a whole bunch of other people work at Good Burger, which is a hamburger thing. And the biggest thing is, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> it's funny. It's not that funny, but it's whatever. Funny. And he's got like braids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so didn't that start off as a skit and all yes. that? And then it did so well, they made this, it into a movie? This is all that's Wayne's World. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Where two characters that really don't move, they don't leave the scene. Well, specifically Ed. I mean, I'm trying to think if there's more um better because it was weird because there was Keenan and Kel the show, right? Which came a little bit later after this, I think. Uh, where which I liked actually. I remember really liking. Uh, no, it. again, another great show. Like they were so funny together, and and I think that that's what kind of was shocking to people is. Not shocking in a negative sense, but just like these were kids, right? Doing this very classic comedy styling of one is the straight man, one is the doofus, right? And the doofus always seems to get his way, and the straight man never seems to get his way. Well, and that pretty much just sums up Good Burger, and now we're done. Because <laughs> so Ed, 
is okay i might this might surprise you this reminded me of peewee's big adventure yeah totally and the reason okay good because ed is very innocent he's very naive Mm -hmm. he takes everything um literally literally that was the word i couldn't think of like i mean there's that whole joke in guardian this is totally unrelated guardians of the galaxy with the character drax he uh one point uh star lord goes nothing would go over nothing goes over your head he goes, oh, it went right over your head. And Drax goes, nothing would go over my head. I'm quick. I would catch it. Oh. Like, it doesn't get metaphors. Right. Like I've like, never seen those movies. You've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I have not. Oh, all right. Um, so anyway, so Ed is very cute, and he works at Good Burger, and it's not a great place. They're kind of, you know, because he's so literal, they ask for things, and he's, he's mm-hmm. it's, kind of, it's kind of silly at times. But then... Mondo Burger moves in, but what I need to go back is Keenan is a snotty rich kid from a rich family mm-hmm. who um, thinks he's just going to sit around all summer and do nothing. Then he takes his mom's f- fancy car and crashes it. Well, because Ed's doing a delivery on <laughs> roller skates and pulls out in front of him, skates out in front of him, and then Keenan hits the teacher's car, and so now. He's got to repair it, have it the repaired. The teacher who is Sinbad. Who is Sinbad with a big old afro. Um, big hair, big clothes. That's very funny. And so then he ends up getting a job at Good Burger. But he's not a nice person at first because he takes advantage mm-hmm. of Ed because Ed is sweet and genuine. And like we said, and Keenan's character is kind of figured out that he's sweet and innocent and kind of, mm-hmm. I don't want to say stupid because that isn't fair, but he takes everything to heart and to face value. He doesn't mm-hmm. see it anything different. He sees dollar signs when he sees Ed. Keenan does. That's what I mean. Yes. yes. Yeah. Chester, what I don't know what his name was. Yes. Ed does not. Yeah. Um. So then Mondo Burger moves in and they're amazing and they're taking all of the business and the manager or the owner, or whoever that guy is, was he also from all that? Cause he, or was Dan he, Schneider? Yes. Yeah, so he is the Nickelodeon guy. I was gonna say I recognize his name when I when um, we watch stuff. Any live action Nickelodeon show has his fingers on. No, but you know what I mean. I mean, he, yeah, you're gonna see his name around. Yeah, well, you're not far off with that either. But uh oh, yeah. But okay. so, so, so yeah, so he. I mean, he really like. Wasn't he in head of the class in the eighties? I don't know. I think he was. I, he yeah. He, I don't know. All I know is that he's Nick. He was Nick. He still is. He's Nickelodeon's guy. If there's okay. a live action Nickelodeon show, Dan Schneider probably had a hand in creating it. Whether it's all that Drake and Josh, but I think I we still see his the name era. now. And yeah, Rollins, that, the last name of Rollins comes up a lot oh, when no. I watch the shows because the little boys that take care of they love Henry Danger. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a really fun show. All right. It's a good one because I'll watch it. Um, anyway, so then Ed creates this secret sauce. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, everybody wants to go to Good Burger because the sauce is amazing. And then Keenan has Ed sign a contract. And so Keenan's getting all the money and Ed's just getting a little bit, but he's so happy. Like he had $13 and Keenan took like 60 something dollars or something. And Keenan bought, no, Kel bought Keenan. Ed bought Keenan a yo-yo. He's just so sweet. And then and then Keenan also has the hots for one of the girls that works there. Mm-hmm. And so they go on this double date because this the Mondo, what was this, the Mondo Burger name? I don't know. Chad, Kurt. Yeah, Kirk, something. I don't know. Anyway, so he wants to figure out the secret sauce. So he sends in a woman. I think it's Carmen Electra. It is. And she's going to try to get Ed to tell her. But he's... <laughs> excuse me he just he just doesn't see what she's doing no he doesn't get it in none of it it's just like because she's like don't you want to go somewhere and because they're at a miniature golf and be quiet and talk or whatever and he's she's like being all woo woo he's like no you know he'd rather (laughs) play yeah (laughs) so then that doesn't work so then kurt kidnaps them and Mm. puts them in an insane asylum and that's where he meet they Linda meet the Cardinelli, yeah yeah the I psychopath because that. that's what she says I'm a psychopath and then Abe Vagoda figures out that Mondo Burger is bad because they try to sneak in so they can't get the secret sauce they put shark poison now, I don't really think there's anything called shark poison but they're gonna 
make shark they're gonna put shark poison in the secret sauce and then everyone's gonna get sick and then good burger's gonna close but then what what keenan and kel figure out is that mondo burger is using this illegal ingredients that's making the burgers big which is bad and unhealthy and that's when they get taken to the insane asylum but then abe vagoda finds them and then they all jump out a window and save the day and also shack is there i didn't see shack shack's there like playing shaquille o'neal right at the beginning yes yeah. for a delivery i think that's yeah 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 so i know we had 90s theme a while ago yes this is probably the most 90s movie. Oh, absolutely. Like just, I mean, all the names you're saying, Carmen Electra, Sinbad, Abe Vigoda. <laughs> yeah, and nobody. So for this, it, it, okay, I haven't talked about this film very much. Okay. There really isn't much to this film. No. It's a, it's it's, a dumb it's a, 90s comedy in a good a way. It's a skit. Yeah. It's a skit film yeah. based on a skit. Didn't have much. Just kind of relies on a little bit of jokes and physicalness and, you know, it's not bad. No. Um, I definitely wouldn't buy it. Okay. I definitely wouldn't rent it. Okay. But I didn't want to throw it in the trash because that would be mean for this one. I don't, I didn't hate it so much that I wanted, you know, sometimes I hate movies so much mm -hmm. that I want to throw it in the trash, jump on it, set it on fire, break yeah. it into a million You don't pieces. hate this. It's just like. I just want to skip it. Yeah. You know, you're not missing anything. And if you're not a kid from the 90s or you never watched all that, all of mm -hmm. this is going to go over your head because you're not going to understand any of it. It's just going to seem like crazy nonsense. Keenan or Kel didn't really have anything crazy happen to them, huh? Not that I'm aware of. And if it did, we behind closed doors. And, I was going to say, and, we weren't made aware of it. Yeah. That was most of the 90s kids. There was a, or of Nickelodeon, I mean. Yeah. There was a couple. But like the the Disney kids like went off the rails. But the Nickelodeon kids were just kind of like, yeah, I just kind of grew up. Like I stopped right. doing Nickelodeon and then I just grew so up. So there was another guy that they showed and I recognized him because I remember seeing him mm -hmm. in all that. But I couldn't remember his name. I bet his name is Josh Server. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, because I was like, I know this guy. Because again. White guy, spiky hair. Very thick. Yeah, kind of nasally voice. Yeah, big eyebrows. Mm -hmm. Um. I just remember Nickelodeon. That was what was on our television when you kids were growing up. Mm -hmm. You know, so all that and all those other shows. What other shows did you guys watch? On Nickelodeon specifically? Yeah. Oh, geez. Figure It Out, Adventures of Pete and Pete. Was Double that also Dare. Doug, Rugrats? Doug, Rugrats. Wild I, Thornberries? Yeah. I will argue, and okay. I, I would love to be wrong, because okay. and, and I'm not saying that it was bad. Okay. 90s Nickelodeon was a little bit better than 90s Disney. Absolutely. Like I, like, I won't disagree with you at all. Like 90s Disney, Darkwing Duck, great. Right. And and sure, there was Pepper Ann. There was a bunch of stuff I did enjoy. Recess. Re Recess, yeah. But 90s Nickelodeon, to me, 90s Nickelodeon had more stuff that aged well. Hey Arnold, right. Doug. P well, I but Doug, Doug kind of, to me, Doug doesn't count. Because Doug popped over to Disney. Doug got bought out, and the the actors and creators behind that were not super fans of the Disney years of Doug. Yeah, which we loved. I mean, Doug was, do you remember as kids? Mm -hmm. You were kids. I was the mom. I still am the mom. But Thanksgiving, they used to do the big blocks. Oof. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it would be like all day of just one cartoon. Yep. And I know my favorite, even though I was the mom, my favorite was the all day of Doug. Yeah, because Doug was fun. Um, so, I mean, just to kind of bring it back to Good Burger, uh, specifically Keenan and Kel. Kel kind of has two characters that he's like famous for. He okay. has Ed. Yes. And then he has himself, Kel, but the kind of, it's kind of just a not as dumb version of Ed. Right. Where it doesn't have that like surfer accent. He's just, but it's the who loves orange soda. Kel loves orange soda. I was going to say that, that I was waiting for that. And then I it's, realized, wait a minute, that's, that's not, that's, that's not, not good Ed. burger. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that they could do a Keenan and Kel reboot like the show? Well, like the sitcom. No, because it wouldn't have Keenan and Kel in it. Yeah, they could. As grown-ups. Yeah, why not? For what ne for what network? I mean... What network would who, you... Let's say they put you in charge. What network would you put it on? 
I don't know what what Viacom owns. It'd have to be something that Viacom owns. And no, I'm just I'm just saying in general. I'm not saying it. You know, there's no rules here. Okay. I'm just saying you're in charge. You're doing a Keenan and Kel reboot. They're adults now. Mm-hmm. What what NBC. network are you gonna pitch? NBC. I would say CBS. NBC or CBS? That CBS was my second guess. I'm trying to think of uh, stations that have like live sitcoms still. Right. Maybe even Fox. Mate. Well, not Fox, but yeah. But that. But yeah, I could see it like going to somewhere that yeah does do that live sitcom because Keenan and Kel, their whole point is growing up in life, and I think that if you do them as adults, so Keenan has a family, Kel is that like Kel, crazy uncle? Kel's yes, <laughs> Kel's one hundred percent the crazy uncle or the fun the fun. I didn't really grow up, Uncle. I'm the fun yeah. uncle that does fun, goofy things with the kids. And maybe Kel needs to realize that there are times he can't always be fun and needs to grow up. And maybe they both need to learn. I mean, that's such an easy, basic premise, but it right. works. Right. Maybe they need to learn from each other. Right. Even though being friends after all these years, they still need to learn from each other. And Keenan needs to learn to breathe because he needs to learn to breathe. He's always been that character. Yeah. Uh, do you think that it's weird? Well, it, I guess weird is a weird way to put this, but that these two kids, I mean, literal kids, have such good comedic chemistry. Because they do. I think it's rare. I think it's very, very rare. It's shocking how well they play together. Because, I mean, they're teenagers who didn't know each other before this. It's not like they were... Really? I didn't know that. I I mean, I'd love to be wrong, but it's not like they were friends who grew up together. Right. It was just like they ended up getting paired together a lot. Right. And I can't remember how old they were when they first started. I think Keenan is younger, yeah? By a little bit. I think if if anything, it's a couple years. Okay. But no, good... I mean, it's... So did I love it? No. Was it really painful? A little bit. But it was surrounded by memories because I remember you yeah. guys loving it so much. We had it on VHS. I want to say it was green or orange. Oh, it was orange. Most definitely orange. Yeah. And, you know, it was good. So, yeah, it, well, I didn't. Th- and it, here's the question. Does it stand the test of time? No. Not at all. It is so 90s. Nope. And you couldn't watch it with a kid now and have because you have to explain everything. Right. They would have no idea and they'd get bored and walk away. Yeah. They'd be like, well, I don't get why that person. They'd be like, oh, the sports guy, Shaq, the commentator. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like Sinbad. I mean, Sinbad relevance not really there nope. anymore. I'm trying to think of a movie that a kid would know Sinbad from that you could be like, Sinbad. Nope. Because Jingle All the Way has no relevance anymore either. Nope. Because you show a kid Jingle All the Way and they just go, why didn't they just order it online? Exactly. Like, yeah. like I'm trying to think of a movie you could show a kid. My date with a president's daughter. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to think of anything that has nothing, Sinbad in it. Nothing that is relevant. So, all right. So that you know, it was a, it was a good walk, but I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Just skip it. Just give it a little pat and say thank you for the '90s, and then go get something more relevant. <laughs> I just I would love for Kane and Kel to come back. I think that in, well, Keenan's doing really well on his own. I'm sure Kel's doing fine on his own, but I would love to. That would be a great. Just, just for something. Something that would be like, fun. even if they did like a, I know we said a TV show, but even just like a special, like a one-hour Keenan and Kel show, them ten years. Or why doesn't Kel come to Saturday Night Live and and be the host? Uh, <laughs> they would never, ever, ever be like Kel Mitchell. Come be the host. Why? He's he's this is I don't mean this thing, but he's not really anybody. The host has to be somebody that is a big A-lister that has something big to promote. Like, they're not going to be like, all right, this week we got J- Jason Momoa, John Mulaney, Kel Mitchell, Miley oh. Cyrus. Like, it, it, it's, they try yeah, and get. Yeah, but that would be cool. They well, could they do did. an all that reunion on Saturday Night Live. Oh, they would never do that. Well, they could. They've, Lauren Michaels, get to it. <laughs> yeah, Lauren Michaels, you got nothing better to do. Yeah, that you listen to our show. <laughs> He's like, how did they know? <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, you ready for my movie? Yes. You gave me chocolate. 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 Okay. Starring the lady from Dan in Real Life. Juliette Binoche. Yeah, she's very she's a very good actress, by the way. I think she is. And Doctor Octopus. I don't know who that is. Alfred Molina, who was also in Sorcerer's Apprentice. He's in everything. He looks good in this one. Well, so he doesn't always look good in this one. But. Okay. I'm kind of sick and tired of Alfred Molina showing up in movies, though, because here's the thing. Okay. He's always the bad guy. Well, yeah. I, like, I kind of want to go see a movie and have Alfred Molina show up and me not go, oh, he's the bad Like, 
it's kind of like if he shows up in a movie and I see him and they're like trying to like, ooh, he's the bad guy. Yeah. Like, so now we have to look. Now we have to go through. I'm sure and there see. are movies where he's because, not the bad guy. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> he's he's not he's the in, bad guy in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I didn't know he was in Raiders of the Lost Ark. For like a second. He's the little like, Senor, here's the temple. And then like, it's like, yeah, he dies. <laughs> oh, well, I was thinking, is maybe I'm getting my characters mixed up. But isn't he the bad guy in Dudley Do-Right? I don't remember Dudley Do-Right at all. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that it's Brendan Fraser. I don't know. So Wait, to... not Snidely Whiplash, because that's not Dudley no, Do-Right. I don't know what the guy's name was. Anyway, talk about Chocolat. So it has also has, because you might not know the names, Judy Dench. Is that Judy Dench? That's Judy Dench. I love her. Wow. And she's not looking so good in that one on purpose. On purpose. She kept looking at her and being like, is that Judy Dench? And the lady that plays her daughter, mm-hmm. Carrie Ann Moss. What? From, isn't Carrie Ann, uh, not that I've ever seen it, but isn't Carrie Ann Moss also from Matrix? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And there was someone else that was in it that I was like, well, hello there. I don't know. Oh, uh, Peter Stormware? I don't know who that is. Uh, who does he play? He's the abusive guy. Oh, Yeah. What have I seen him in before? The Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, we he's, want the money, Lebowski. Yeah, he's never. And then someone else that you probably have no idea who this was. So she was the widow who lost her husband. Dolly. Yes. That's Leslie Caron. That's how I say her last okay. name. Or C-A-R-O-N. So it could be Karen. I say Caron because she's French, but I did more of a Spanish Here, I'm gonna accent. Here, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Leslie. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. She, she was a very famous actress and dancer, I believe. So anyway, yeah, you just messed <laughs> I up blew, our sound. I blew that out pretty hard. Um. Anyway, and Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Okay, now we need to talk about something. Yes. This dingus doesn't even show up until halfway into the movie. Of course. And he's on the poster. So the whole time I'm waiting for him to show up, I'm like, <laughs> when is he? I'm like, he's obviously important. And so here's this weird logic I have in my brain, and I don't know why this is in my brain, but I think it's pretty, pretty solid logic. Okay. If something is featured on the poster, like a character, okay, they are important. Okay. So my brain goes, well, the real import, everything until all of those characters are on screen, is build up. Yeah. We had an hour, of build up. Right. Oh, we forgot Lena Olin too. She's fantastic. Who's she? She's the one that gets beaten up. Oh, yeah. She was great, too. She was really good. I mean, this has a great cast for the time. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what year this came out, but it's been a long time. Uh, Yeah, so, okay. So I'm waiting. I'm like, when is this, when is Giant Depp going to show up? But you know why he's on the poster? Yeah, because money. And yeah. girl appeal. So, okay. Girls will be like, ooh, I'm going to see it now. Here's the problem. There's no problem. It's he beautiful. shows up. He shows up, and the little girl goes, oh, my man. The pirates are here. And the look on my face was just, hmm. Johnny Depp shows up, and we're going to talk about pirates. But this was way before. This is years before. But I was so mad. Oh, that's Because I was just like, really? Like, yes. But didn't you like her, the little girl's? The little girl, okay. That little girl's voice was weird. I think it was just the way that she spoke. And I think she was, she's a French french actress so she had that little bit of a french wait it just didn't it felt like it was not her voice no it really was it was just weird like she was great she really was great but it just felt like every time she talked it was a different little girl doing like it it threw me oh. off yeah like, no, it, i think it was not, just her voice not that it was like an adult doing a kid voice but it right. was just it was like just, a different it didn't match it didn't like, match. Her, like yeah, it, it felt like the adr was off or something like it just felt like i don't know it never felt to fit her body but she had a a make-believe kangaroo. Yeah, she had. She was seeing things like a nutcase. No, like a little girl who was moved. Pontoof, pontoof, pontoof. Who was moved all the time. Yeah. You know, and so she had no friends really, so she had her imaginary kangaroo. Chocolat is about a town with no police officers, and which, well, they mention the police, but you never see them. Yeah, all these crimes are happening. We got no police. Um. But so, okay. And it takes place in the 50s. 50s. Okay, first scene actually does a really good job at setting up all of the characters. Because we see this church service happening. And it kind of scans the crowd and we see all these characters. Who is that 
Oh, never mind. Okay, so we see the kid drawing weird, morbid stuff. That kid's. I want to see the movie about that kid because I can tell you right now what happens to that kid. Right, he's the grandson. Yeah, yeah, but I can tell you what happens to him. What happens to him? He grows up to be a murderer. No, he said he grows up to be an illustrator and makes For, video games and becomes of rich. Murder. And, no, because then, then he ended up drawing the pictures of his grandmother. Yeah. Hmm. And he does dishes. Uh, you find anything in the uh, in the murderer's den? Yeah, all these pictures he drew of dead birds and his grandma. Yep, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like drawing like like okay. And I get it. He, he's an artist or whatever. And he likes, he, you know, he's a taste of the morbid. Sure, whatever. But he's like drawing these almost twisted pictures of Christ on the cross. And you're just like, everyone's like, oh, what good art. And I'm like, that kid needs therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's looking at that and just seeing these very twisted, horrible images. And, I'm like, and then there's just like a, okay, there's one part where he's drawing a dead bird on the ground. And then like. The chocolate is like, oh, what a lovely picture. And I'm like, how do you think that bird got there? <laughs> They're just like, Bleh. oh, I think he was just like, come here, birdie. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? Come here, birdie. Clonk. Well, then I think it's also really funny because there are so many accents going on in this yeah. movie. Everybody kind of has their own. Yeah. Nobody's sure what part of France they're from. Right, but it's... um. So this whole town, okay, so we meet, uh, what's his name? Alfred Molina. Yes, who's the mayor? Yes. Uh, and a he little like, bit of a control freak. Sorry yes. for interrupting. No, you're fine. I interrupted you like 30 times. Um, but he's a little bit of a control freak. And then we see a little boy drawing Twisted Christ. And yes. <laughs> you're like, Ey. Uh, he turns around and sees an old man with a dog. And it took me until right now to be like, who's that guy? Oh, it was the, the old guy. And then we see the lady who is hit by her husband and she steals something. Mm-hmm. And then we see, and we see her husband, Peter Stormware. And then we see the lady with the sleeping husband uh-huh. and her kid. Her kid? I don't think she has a kid. I don't remember who that was the next year. And then she wakes him up. He's like, ooh. Yeah. So then the chocolate lady moves in. Yes. And it, it's not like, I thought there was going to be some weird magic to it. Also, she's supposed to be Hispanic. <laughs> well. She's supposed to be like half. Mayan. Mayan. <laughs> yeah. And. She yeah. doesn't look half Mayan. No, no, and that's that's okay. Um, so she's half Mayan. She opens up a chocolate shop and let. And this town is very okay. This town wants to believe it's super religious, but all its people are terrible. And well, and they're not terrible. They're all terrified of the mayor. They do whatever he says. Right, but they're also all terrible because they're all constantly like doing these bad things. Uh, uh 1950s. Yeah. And so, well, they, they know they're bad because they're going to confession. Yeah, but they're they're only going to confession and it's bad because the mayor keeps telling them it's yeah. bad. So so this lady rolls up and, and the mayor's like, come to church. And she's like, I'm good. Yeah, she literally says, no, thanks. I don't go to church. And everyone's like, Dee! and they're all freaking out. Uh, and so then she does her little thing and she makes the chocolates. And she's like, I bet I can tell which chocolate is your favorite. I don't know why she's creepy. She's not. Yeah. She's not some creepy gnome that's come here for the chocolates. Yeah, but it's during Lent and you're supposed to give up good stuff. So at first, yeah. nobody will do it. Yeah. Nobody will eat it. Except the one lady. She eats the nuts. Yes. Uh, no, she gives the nuts to her husband. And her husband eats the nuts and then they boink. Um, yes. Uh, also, later, there's a really very stupid, funny visual gag where they're buying all these nuts and they drop some nuts on the floor and then the dog eats them. And later the dog is trying to doink the other dog. And it's it was funny. It was a little funny. <laughs> it's a just stupid, like, ha, ha, ha. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Um, this movie's fine. Ah, it's, this movie is visually beautiful. Okay, here's the thing. And this is going to sound so weird. You know what ruined this movie for me? What? The other French movies we watched. Oh, they yeah. They were so much more interesting. And, like, felt authentically French. Which they well, and this they, movie was partially filmed in France. Yeah. But, but again, I'm poking the Amazon Prime. There wasn't much, 
But it did say that Johnny Depp's scenes Mm -hmm. were not filmed in France. They were filmed in England, and so were Judi Dench's, because at the time her husband was very ill. Oh. And didn't, I don't know what happened to him, but, and didn't, she didn't want to leave him and be gone too long for him. That tracks, yeah. So, anyway, so, oh, I'm sorry. You want to rate it already? No, we're only 34 minutes in. Well, we have lots of other stuff to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. Um, no, I just, it, okay, this movie was just boring. It I just, wasn't. it really was boring. I had n- no attachment to the characters. I, I kind of didn't like the main, the main lady's fine. Like, she's really fine. But I didn't, like, root for her or not root for her either way. Like, because I also felt like she was kind of selfish. Like, she was doing she was. things that were kind of, like, for her. And it's like, why am I supposed to like you? Obviously, the the mayor is bad. He's just he's just annoying and he's just scumbag. But and, don't you think it? You always call it something, and I forget what you call it. Kind of, it was almost like a come full circle or a coming of age. I almost thought it was mm-hmm. like a coming of age for him because he was all about himself, yeah. and this is what I say. And he was doing the the priest's sermons and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And no, you can't do it this way. No, and then he's gonna, he's gonna destroy everything, and lots of other things happen. He ends up going into the chocolate shop, breaking in. He has not been eating because a good person gives up everything for Lent, and he just kind of loses it and eats all the chocolate. Literally, she has made this weird um, Easter display, but it wasn't Easter. It was like some fertility god. Well, because there's rabbits and stuff. And weird stuff. Right. But what I'm saying is it's, she's making Easter bunnies, but she's not making Easter bunnies because it's not a thing yet. Right. But it's like, oh, she made Easter bunnies. Like, right. And this other, this fertility thing. Anyway, so he, he was like pounding it with a hammer, just destroying it. Nobody could hear it, which I thought was funny. And then a little piece fell in his mouth and he just lost it. And he ate the entire display, which I thought was hysterical. And Mm. then wakes up in the morning. And he's asleep. Well, he's asleep at the window. And she taps him. And she says, here, drink this. It'll be very refreshing for you. And he apologizes. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. And I even, and then in Easter, the priest does the whole thing about tolerance and acceptance and forgiveness. Yeah, and he roasts him. Well, yeah, but what I even noticed is he looked different after yes. that. Um. Can I tell you why you why I feel like I didn't like this movie and why I feel like you did and I don't I'm not making a joke or trying to be mean. Okay. It felt like a kids book. It felt like every scene could be summarized in one sentence. Yes. I can like, see that. Uh like not in like a kids kids book, but in almost like those Amelia Bedelia. Yeah, like, or Matilda or one of those kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt very yeah, Matilda is actually a very good yeah. You know what? Yeah. It felt very Matilda of just very basic and then the mayor, who didn't like chocolate, now loves chocolate. Like, and he likes other people, and he smiles, and he's going to go out with the mom. And Yeah, well, whose mom was that? That's the little boy's mom. So it oh, was his... the daughter of yeah, the old lady. His wife just was like, I'm out. I think, yeah. And so he kept making stuff up, and it was kind of finally like he just real. I think that's, that's where, to me, it was like a full circle. He just realized mm-hmm. the facade that he was trying to do was just more than what he really could do. It is episode 90-something. I can't believe that. Are we officially going to add a fourth ranking? Because this is also such a skip it. We could do that. I think, I think. wow, this is weird. So I, buy it, rent it, throw it in the trash, or skip it. And skip it. There's is, nothing wrong with it. It's skip just, it is right in between throw it in the trash and rent it. Yes. Because it's just like, yeah, this is just a, I, did I hate this movie? No, I really didn't. It is not a hate movie. Like I like it's really it's just whatever. I love this movie. I, it's so whatever to me. Oof. I did not care about their romance. I didn't you gross. I did not care about anything. I thought that Peter Stormware is bad, and we know he's bad. And wow, he just keeps being bad, and then he's gone. Okay, like it. And the grandma is just trying to be good, and then she's gone. Like oh, that was really sad. Yeah, but it wasn't also like unexpected. I know. But I love this movie, so you're wrong on this one. Honey. Like everybody made the character arcs that you expected them to make, like it, even Alfred Molina. But that's what I'm saying. Nobody did anything unexpected. Okay. The the abusive husband got worse, and then he was 
banished. Okay. Alfred Molina became good. Okay. The mom forgave her mom and became friends with her mom. The, you know, the chocolate lady helped the town. And stayed. And stayed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it really, there wasn't anything like, oh. Do you know what else has kind of had a little bit of remembering for me? Mm-hmm. Is with the wind. It reminded me of Mary Poppins. Yeah, this movie had these weird like, hints of magic and zero magic. Right. Yeah, because that's when I was watching it again. I'm like, uh oh, well, I forgot about. But no, I loved. I just, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen this since I first saw it, and I love this movie. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. So no, it's a great film. Hey, what are you buying, watching, selling? No, don't I have to do the shtick first? We, we do have that a Facebook first. page. Kids has mother proved on Facebook. We have Twitter. KTMA show on Twitter. We have a Discord, which is in the notes. It's in the notes. We have T Public if you want some really awesome, amazing Kid Tested Mother Approved stuff. Mm-hmm. We have an email. Did I say that already? No. KTMA show at gmail.com. And do we have any emails this week? We do. I love emails. Fox Ride Idea and Other Nonsense. This is from Chris. Oh, hi, Chris. Oh, sorry. Totally. <laughs> no, you actually that. didn't. I'm shocked that you didn't. For the Die Hard Drop Ride, John McCain should yell, Welcome to the party, pal, when you drop. That's fun. Oh, that's good. When you hear the chamber orchestra playing Ode to Joy, and it gets louder when the elevator opens, and then right before the ride goes crazy, you hear machine guns and the party goers screaming like in the movie. Bonus points if they have Hans Gruber saying, Where are my detonators? Or have the entire ride have an alien theme. Of course, alien always works. Uh, and I know you didn't make up the brackets. I did make up the brackets. But where was Karate Kid in the 80s bracket? <gasps> oh. I know. There was a couple movies that I know did not make Yeah, and the, you did make up these brackets. I did, I did make up these brackets. Why are you whispering? Because I, I forgot Karate Kid. Yeah, I didn't think Karate Kid was that great. Karate honestly. Kid's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It didn't really do it for me. I only saw it once. Karate Kid is great because, okay, because I talked about this on the show. Okay. That, that, oh, season two is coming for that show based on Karate Kid. I can't yep. wait. I, th- like, I think it's already out, isn't it? Oh, is it? I thought so. Oh, if it is, I'm check. Worry. It is one of those shows that I don't, I kind of hate that I love it because it's such like schlocky, like it's, it's dumb. It's really dumb. But we all have that, that sh- yeah. I can't think of one that I like that's like so dumb, but you love it anyway and the, you just don't care. Scream the TV show. I never The first season. It's so hokey popcorn garbage of just teen garbage but you love it and you just don't oh because you're like <gasps> the whole time oh well there you go okay uh so thanks for that chris i love those ideas that you mm-hmm. came up with that was great okay so let's see what am i watching buying doing whatever basically i think we probably mentioned it last time because we did the um march madness thing mm-hmm. that's what i've been watching love those teams i'm not going to talk too much about it because i'm actually a day behind i tape all the games so there were games on yesterday and today i'm still watching yesterday's games i know four teams played today i don't know who won i kind of got a little peek and i'm a little excited about something but i don't talk about it Mm -hmm. um so that's let's see what else am i watching that's about it uh new show called whiskey something on abc me it's boring it was it's Got one of the guys from Felicity, Scott. I can't. Bayo. No, it's not. Anyway, thought it would be so good because I like him. He was on Scandal. I liked him, but no, it's boring. I'm not even. I, nope, can't watch it. It's very boring. Survivor has been really good this year, this season. I love Survivor. Yeah. So okay, what about you? What are you watching? <gasps> what we know something we're gonna both be watching this week. We're very excited. Oh, both I can't of us. wait. That's tomorrow tomorrow we're but not gonna watch tomorrow we're gonna watch it soon but you're busy maybe saturday we'll watch it i'm not gonna wait that long you're okay um i'm not i'll watch it anyway I'll okay watch it without that's, you that's fine and i'll use your account i don't have an account yet i'm gonna make it just so we can watch the show okay anyway, anyway tell, tell people because i've people been watching that listen know what we're right but about. i've been watching other things first so i gotta oh, talk about I'm those sorry, other things honey. first that's fine i don't care i saw dumbo how was that that was fine Okay, so do I need to go out and pay 12 bucks to see it? No. Six bucks? Yeah. Or red box it? Uh, six bucks. I mean, I think it was fine. It wasn't terrible. It really plays into that. Like, Dumbo is sad. We get it. Oh, I don't want to see it. But some of my favorite scenes were omitted or changed. Uh, uh, my favorite scene in the original Dumbo is when the storks come 
and they give all the other animals little babies. Yes. And it's very sweet because Mama Jumbo is like the only animal that's clearly waiting for it because she's like looking at all the storks and hoping and hoping and hoping. Uh, they do do a really cool homage to that. Okay. Uh, they just have a bunch of storks flying. Oh, nice. And that's and we know that she's pregnant, and then a bunch of storks are flying, and then the baby's there. It's a really cool like like they don't have. I wish. I mean, it's not like Sterling Holloway. Like, oh, because he's the stork in the original that delivers ba- Dumbo. Oh, I love him. I've always loved him. Um, and the little girl, she is so cute. In this movie. In this movie, I just think yeah. she's beautiful. She's got beautiful. I don't know. There's something about her features. Th- this was a Tim Burton movie. Uh, uh, but you kind of forget that. Um, mm. It really felt like there were certain scenes that they included because they had to include them. Okay. Um, I was really disappointed in the pink elephant scene. I know that's one of your favorites. And I was just, I felt like they really threw it in there because they felt like they had to. Uh, the CGI on Dumbo is great. He's, he's so cute. He's I want to kiss his little face. <laughs> what? I just want to kiss his little face. His little fat forehead. I just want to smooch it, smooch it, smooch it. Um, they kind of goofed up the well. The mouse is not in it. He's in it for a second, but he doesn't talk, and he's not like Dumbo's little conscience. Aww. Dumbo doesn't wear the hat. And in the cartoon animated Dumbo, there's no little girl. There's no kids. Okay. They have to though, and this makes sense. Okay. Because the animals don't talk in this one. Got it. So, so they have to have some talking. There, there has to be a story. Right. Uh, so there's a completely new story about a family and blah, blah, blah. And it's Colin Farrell and two cute little kids. Colin Farrell uh, plays the dad. Uh, Danny DeVito plays the uh, the circus guy. Right. We're not giving away spoilers. No, no. It's just characters. Uh, Michael Keaton is also in it. Um, it is fun to see Danny DeVito and Michael Keaton work with Tim Burton again. Yes. Uh, and... This is not a spoiler. They said this in an interview. They have kind of switched positions from Batman Returns. Like it. If that makes sense. Yes. Like and we're um, just going to leave it at yeah. that. But it's fun. It's really not a big shocker or surprise. Uh, the CGI is good at times. I, I mean, Jesus really, that pink... little e- face. <laughs> I really want to see what they were acting to. Yes. You know what I mean? Because, like, there are times where, like, they're both patting the elephant and, like, different parts or whatever. And it's like, yeah, something's there. His little eyes. Mm-hmm. Little blue eyes. Uh, blue, I think so. Yeah, they're blue. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Okay. It, it's not the worst live action Disney remake, Cinderella, and it's not the best live action Disney remake, Jungle Book. Um, but it's fine. Yeah, I'm sure. I genuinely believe Aladdin and Lion King will be much better than this. I don't know. I haven't seen hardly any push for Lion King have you no but I think they're doing that on purpose okay because all they're showing with Lion King is like footage from the opening scene got it we haven't seen what Scar looks like we haven't seen it kind of a secret and then yeah but like you'd think that okay so when Disney does these live-action remakes a lot of the times what they do they did this for Beauty and the Beast and they've done this for Aladdin the main trailer shows you the main parts of the movie that you know and love which pretty much tells you the whole story but you already know the story so it doesn't matter it's just showing you the live action versions of those scenes you love okay with aladdin it's him going into the cave of wonders it's friend like me it's you know it's these scenes that you know it's a whole new world you you know that they're coming but there's still going to be some surprises and some fun things um i don't know if we're going to get one like that for lion king okay because i want to see Timon and Pumbaa singing. I do too. I want to see, you know, I want to see Hakuna Matata. I know that Scar's song has been omitted completely. <gasps> oh. It makes sense. Who's doing Scar? Chitil Ijuvafor. I don't know how to say his name. Who, where is he from? He's the bad guy in Doctor Strange. He's in a ton of stuff. If I showed oh, I you him, you'd be like, okay. oh, that guy. Uh, it's a, That song's been omitted for obvious reasons. Okay. It's a little too nazi Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The the hyenas are literally goose stepping, like so. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but like, what is the king song gonna look like? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, what right. are these songs that? Because that song even goes into this weird art style. Not weird art style, but everything's much more popped in color. Right. Are they gonna do that in this live act? You know what I mean? Like, what are they gonna do with that? So, I'm excited. Uh, I. I'm excited for the cast. Okay. I yeah, I can't wait. I think right. Lion King will be. I think Lion King of the three will be the best one. I hope so. What else have you been watching or doing? Oh, I saw Us. 
Ooh, I don't want to talk about that. No spoilers. No spoilers. But we can say it takes place in... Santa Cruz. Which is a hop, skip, and a jump or 35 minutes from us. Yeah. Is it 35 minutes? Approximately. I don't know. I just drive. Uh, It's fun to watch a movie. And here's the thing. And this is what I tell people. Is it's cool to watch a movie in Santa Cruz. Right. Because it's not like what Lost Boys did. Where it's not like Shamanta Blues. Right. This is Santa Cruz, California. They are set in the quote-unquote real world of Santa Cruz, California. They say things like the Big Dipper when they're at the boardwalk. Like they reference Santa Cruz things. There's two characters in it that are not a part of the family that are very Santa Cruz. Like Jordan Peele clearly did his research for what what Santa Cruz is like. Of course, us being in the minority that knows Santa Cruz, there are definite parts of the movie where you're like, where are they? Oh, wow. Because they stay at this like house that's connected to a bay. And they have a boat in this little bay. Huh. And you're like, where is that? You know, because it's just like, it. it, but it's fine. And there's a part two where they're driving to Santa Cruz and they're clearly not on 17. Oh, okay. But you're like, you're you're trying to make me think you're on 17. But But you're you're not not on 17 because you're on a one way, like, and there's not the, you know, the big, yeah. It's like a small little thing. It's like, that's not how I get Santa Cruz from anywhere. <laughs> from anywhere. That's not even Santa Cruz. No. So. And then they get to Santa Cruz. But um, no. And I think for me, though, that Jordan Peele is like, and, and this the thing, people are afraid to go to the boardwalk now. Which is so, I was like, no way. I would be like, ooh, I want to see where they filmed it. I want to watch this in Santa Cruz. Oh, that would be fun. They should do that for the summertime. The, well, oh, they can't because it's naughty. It's rated R. So um, they can't. It's really not that bad, though. Well, it's scary. Yeah. That's the thing, though. Is it's just a little scary. Okay. Like, if this movie came out in the 80s, okay. I genuinely feel like it would have been rated PG. Oh, okay. Language-wise, I think there's a couple. There's really no major gore. For a movie where the scary bad guys, their main weapon is scissors. Oh. Ooh. Right. But here's what I mean. For that to be the main weapon. No spoilers. But you'd think that it'd be like. Something really. Who, yeah. My fingies are getting chopped off. There's no like close up of fingers. You know what I mean? Right. There's nothing like that. And so it's just kind of like this would be such a fun. The only problem is this movie is visually very dark. Okay. So it would make it hard to watch because someone's like, sure. I want to see that the drive in. I'm like, this is a terrible drive in movie. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of it takes place in a dark house with no lights. So then you would, yeah, I've I've been to those movies and you're like, okay, I've seen nothing. Yeah, it's a very good movie, and, and but it totally ruins the suspense because you can't see anything. Right. Uh, super fun. Maybe I should see it then. Then it wouldn't be so scary because I wouldn't see anything. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, I loved it. Why? Yes, because I saw nothing. Um, it's every actor in this movie is phenomenal because they're playing two characters. Two parts, right. Yeah. Uh, I... I was explaining it to somebody and I go, yeah, it's kind of like the parent trap, but scary and everybody. Ooh. But I mean, it's like everybody's playing to themselves and like, it's a movie that I would have loved to see how they filmed it. Sure. Because do you film all of the regular parts first and then go back into the exact same locations or whatever and go, okay, everybody put on your scary costumes. Now you're going to be the bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. Or like how many body doubles were used? How many this, that, and the other thing? There also is one of the thing in the trailer that I love because it totally threw me off. There's another thing I didn't like so much because it happens at the end of the movie in the trailer and they don't show it. Like, And it happens in the trailer. It happens at the very end of the movie, but it, they keep leading up to it so you know that it's going to happen because it's in the trailer. Right. There's another thing, though. Th- it's a scene in the trailer. I'm not going to say what it is, but they play it in reverse in the trailer. So it looks oh. different. So when it happens in the movie, I went... Oh, I'm okay. Okay. Huh. Like it's literally the the scene that's happening is being played in reverse. So one thing is happening, but it looks like another thing is happening. Oh, that's cool. It is a really, really cool way to do that. And I'm super, like, I loved that. I, I was impressed with that. I loved this movie. I love Jordan Peele. I can't wait for episode 250 of this show when we're, when it's directors and we're doing a Jordan Peele episode and we have a hundred movies you know what i mean like right, i really feel multiple like multiple choices instead of two and they're both scary yeah no i like him to I, do something that's not scary please uh, keanu what he did jort key and peel did the movie about the cat goes missing after he gets broken up with so that they go on this big crazy crusade to find get the cat back because the cat gets stolen by drug dealers and blah 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 it's super funny oh, i never okay um all right and did you see anything else i don't think so but here's oh, what sorry. we're we're talking about sorry 
coming up April 1st. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I think or today. Today. Tomorrow. No, when this, when people are listening, this yes, is today. today. But sorry, today. Twilight Zone. Do, 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 I can't wait. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I can't wait. Be so good. Oh, it's I can't be wait so either. Good. And do we know how many episodes are there's going to be? No. And do we know are are they going to tease us and just release one a week? Supposedly it's two the first week and then one run 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 run. Oh, they're going to make you pay. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. You know you can't just binge it and be done. You have to wait. And I don't want to wait for Twilight. You know what I mean? I don't want right. to wait. I just want to watch all of the Twilight Zone but, because. But I think it'll be fun because. Especially if there's, and I interrupted you again. I'm I don't, so you're sorry. You're fine, Mom. Don't worry about it. Um, the first, if the first two episodes you can watch, then you can go back and see if there were the original episodes, and then compare them. Yeah, so that's actually a really good point. Is that uh, Jordan Peele actually said that Us was inspired by a Twilight Zone episode called oh. Mirror Image or Mirror Images? Yes. yes. Uh, and. I've watched episodes, there's really no, I mean, yes, there's inspiration, but there's no big spoilers, if that makes sense. Yeah. There's no like, oh my gosh, it's now ruined. It's a inspired by, but it's not the same story, so you're not going to ruin us if you go and watch that episode. Okay. Uh, it's definitely a great companion piece. I think, and I don't know if I've said this on the show, but if guys like J.J. Abrams are trying to be the next Spielberg, uh-huh. and Spielberg himself was trying to be the next Hitchcock, uh-huh. I really feel like... Like Jordan Peele is almost is trying to be the next Rod Serling. Wow. Who who, who this like? I want to like M Night Shyamalan was like, look at all these twists I have, and Jordan Peele was like, that's cute, bud. Take a seat. Yeah, <laughs> like, move on back. Because Get Out and Us both have great twists, but also make you think. Just like Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone makes you think. It's not just whoa, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. Like. Right. There's thought to it. There's right. stuff to it. There, it makes sense. See, I think I'm excited. I really am because I, I, I liked the original, original even though I so didn't good. see them when they were original. It's so original. hokey. Yeah, I saw them in the when I was in college. That's what we used to watch. It's fun. It's super fun. So okay, hey, what? anything happened good to you the, this week? No, you liar pants. Do <laughs> you want to talk about what happened? No. Okay, I'll talk about what happened. Okay. You were in a comedy competition last night. Yeah. And you won. I did win. Honey, you won. Thanks, Mom. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And, and you got money. I got $50. Yay, Ruben. And I had to ride a bull. Yes. Not a real bull. No, it was a mechanical bull because let's back up a little bit. Was it? Would you call this a country western bar? Yes, this is a yes. This is a country bar. And this was, and how many comedians? Six. And you won. I, I won. Yay, Ruben. I was very happy. Yes, you texted me. I won. Yeah. That was it. And then I, I was, had to ride a bull. Not kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked um, that I won. It, no, I'm not because you're amazing and fabulous Thank and you, funny. Mom. Yes. So. Hey, you want to come see me do comedy? April 9th, uh, Pick Your Poison Comedy Show. I'm hosting. That's right. That'll be fun. Tickets are available now at Eventbrite. I might put them in the description. I don't know. But come, uh, come see. It's very fun. I know people have come and see me. We got to talk about something. What do we have to talk about? Uh, okay. Okay, we're going to talk about this. Okay. If you come to one of my comedy shows, yes. okay, do not accost me about not reading Twilight yet. <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes. To whoever. Ooh, I totally tweeted out. I am it's so fine. sorry. It's fine. Yes, you should. Somebody did that to you? Uh, there are three people. <gasps> who, who should be named? Uh, Vince. Yay, Vince. Taylor. Yay, Taylor. And Whitney. Well, of all course, were like, she paid for you. Yeah, we're like, we didn't forget. Yes, good. Uh, it's coming. Yay, 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 yay. Here's the and promise. And I don't think they really accosted you. No, they did you. not accost they me. they gave you a hard time. Yes, I Andy Kaufman's that a little bit. They did not accost me. Okay. They were just like, hey, where's... Twilight. I know. I keep saying it to you, too. I'm ready to talk about it. I'm going to make the official announcement right now. <gasps> da, da, da. Hun- episode 101. Okay. That's chapter one of Twilight. Okay. You promise? Promise. Say, I promise, Mom. I promise, Mommy. Okay. All right. I believe you because you've promised before and you didn't do it. I know. I'm the worst. I'm bad you're at that. You're just busy. You've yeah. you got a lot of stuff going on with your comedy, and so you're busy. So Okay. So do we need to talk about anything else? No, How about bye. the theme for next week? No, bye. No, I have it. It's good. I, it's very good. So the theme I came up with this week. Okay, you came up with this. Movies that just make you laugh. Mm-hmm. And Always. 
well, yeah. I mean, and you and I have very different tastes <laughs> in comedy, which we do. We've shown that very much. So I have, and so this is films that make us laugh. Yes. This so, was hard. This was cake. I had five at one five? point. Five? And I cut it down. And I promise I've seen these movies. I promise I love them. I promise I didn't like do Amazon Prime and find a cheapie. Um, hmm. I promise. So are you ready? Yeah. 2017 or 2018? What? Yes. This sounds like another cheapy thing. It's not a cheapie because one of them is hard to find, but I found it. You got to red box it. 2017, 2018, it's hard to find? Yes. Because I'm cheap. 2018. Really? That quick? Well, yeah. You're watching? Oh, no. No, it's so good. What? Wreck-It Ralph 2. Okay. I made me laugh so many times. In fact, I took the little boys to see it. They'd already seen it before. And the nine-year-old said to me, you know, you laughed pretty loud a couple times. Well, I said, because that was funny. Well, it was still kind of (laughs) loud. Too bad. What was the animated short for that one? Was uh, there one? I don't remember. Cause it's I not Pixar. Napped. It's not Pixar. It's not Pixar, so there wasn't one. Oh, I napped. Well, that's good. Remember. So I do that a lot when I watch movies now um, in a theater in the dark. All right. Okay. Okay. You got that evil, stinky face. What do we mean like. evil, stinky face? Because that evil, like, I don't really love my mother. I'm going to just make her watch something horrible just because What are you funny. talking about? So here's the thing. This is what is hard about this for me. Okay. okay. Movies that always make you laugh. Yes. Okay, ready for my, my top five? Okay. Big Lebowski. Scene. Yes. UHF. Scene. Ghostbusters. Scene. It's like, I remember there's a fourth one that's already been on the show. Right. It's all the stuff that we've already seen. Right. Wait a minute. But you know what? I have to go back a little bit. One of the ones that I was going to give you, but then I couldn't remember. We've talked about it, but I couldn't remember if it was an official mm-hmm. one that we talked about was the 1970s Disney Robin Hood. That makes me laugh every time. I don't. I think we, we I, did. We I did. We, we did. Talked we did. To, yes, I couldn't remember. So I'm like, I'll just go with something that I okay, know. Okay, these are two movies. Wait, that, hold on. Okay. We didn't do the what did you not pick? Oh, what did I not pick? Jumanji 2. I love that one. Okay. Jumanji 2 is frustratingly enjoyable. To say I laughed out loud. Because I times. wanted to hate it. Right. I wanted so much to hate Jumanji 2. Right. And it's like pretty fun I, I it's really it. funny i thought it was really fun so okay so do i get dates or are you just gonna give me one in 2007 okay or 2002 2007 are you sure uh, no yeah no that's fine that that actually is the better okay. one oh, okay do you want to know what you did not pick yes you did not pick kung pao enter the fist i feel like we've done that one. we before. have not the Steve Odenkirk where he puts his face over the uh, no, not the thumbs. He puts uh, his face over the karate film. Oh yeah, I it's, feel like we've done that. One, but. We, I would know. Okay, well, good because I don't like any of his films. They're stupid. You were Uh-oh. watching. What did you give me? You were watching 2007. Okay, no. Phew. Starring Andy Samberg, Danny McBride, Bill Hader, and Isla Fisher. Okay. You were watching. Catch me if you can. What? <laughs> what? Catch me if you can. No. Okay. You're watching Hot Rod. Ooh, Have you I... ever seen Hot Rod? No. Oh my gosh. Is it really naughty? Did you make me watch another naughty film? It's it's PG-13. It's not naughty. Okay. Okay. Now I can tell you right now. Ready? This is me fast forwarding to next week's episode. Ready? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to play a little clip from next week's episode. Okay. Mom, what did you think of Hot Rod? It was so stupid. <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> like that's like it is the dumbest movie ever. No, no, no. But but here's what I mean. Okay. It's such a quotable dumb. Like it's supposed to be cool beans, take it easy mountain face, hospital trash can um okay i've been drinking green tea all day like it is so dumb okay it's called but hot rod did you even check hot to see rod if it was oh it's available? available it's available is it like forty two thousand dollars no it rent? used to be on netflix um okay just check it i didn't think it is anymore that's okay we'll find it it is so funny to you 
Because you and I have different humor. I saw it in theaters when it came out. Okay. With Brandon and my brother, Robert, and like one other person. There was no one else in the theater. Gee, big shocker. We, well, this movie bombed. Right. But it, cult classic status. I was going to say, almost you guys immediately. Fun, probably, yeah. Because it is so stupid. All right. Are you sure? Yes. Like, I mean, are you sure you want me to watch this? It's not naughty. That's the thing. Okay. Is it's not. Because I don't like the naughty part. It's not naughty because it's PG-13. They can't get naughty. There's no swearing. I mean, there's little swearing, but there's not like. Uh, okay, fine. Um, I gave you a good film and you give me a poop film. No, I gave you a good film. Okay, so you're watching Wreck-It Ralph 2. And you're watching Hot Rod. There you go. All right, guys. Have a great week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.